Welcome to another edition of Revealing the Diamond. I'm your host, Tiago Prem Singh. I want to start off by giving thanks to our sponsors, our sponsor Seed Apparel. They make these incredible hemp pants. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast lately, I've just been singing their praises. Um, the hemp is grown in Canada. It's sustainably grown. They use natural dyes. Um, they're super stylish. I wear them with punk rock t-shirts. I wear them with kurtas. Um, they're come in a variety of colors. They're made to order so that they're, you know, there's no waste basically. Um, and I'm really thankful that they came on board to support the show and keep me looking fresh. So fresh and so clean. Um, so thanks a lot, Seed, for uh, all that you do. Uh, if you want to check out Seed, check out I Am Seed on Instagram or head to theseedstore.ca and get yourself a pair of these sweet pants. Also, new uh, to sponsorship on the podcast, just want to give a shout out to The Minds Die, Mind as in M-I-N-D, Minds Die. You can find Minds Die on Instagram. They do uh, made-to-order as well as when it, whatever's in stock, um, hand-dyed fabrics, so hand-dyed. A lot of you have seen uh, the Destars or turbans that I wear. Those are Minds Die. They come in a variety of different colors. Um, she'll make kurtas, she'll make hoodies, she'll make t-shirts, she makes dresses. Um, so give Minds Die a follow on Instagram. Um, or if, you've, if you want, uh, just send me a message and I can always send you a link. Um, but I'm really stoked that they came on board. Minds Die is this uh, also growing a uh, sustainable company using natural fabrics and natural dyes. And I love uh, wearing that sort of thing to teach and to practice, keeping it fresh and uh, looking, looking really stylish while I'm out there living the life of a householder. So thank you, Minds Dye, and thank you to Seed for supporting us at Revealing the Diamond. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, you can always email tiagaprem at thedharmatemple.com. You can also find me on Instagram at tiagaprem. I've got lots of things coming up in the next little while. I will be in Calgary, Dharma Temple Calgary. The keys are in the possession of uh, our dear friends Lauren and Jeremy. So that's in motion. They had sadhana there this week. Um, so I'll be in Calgary teaching some workshops at the end of February. Uh, February 27th, I'll be at Dharma Temple Calgary. Um, and then uh, I believe it is the, let's do the, let's do the uh, dates here in my mind. I don't have it in front of me. You'd think if I was recording something, I would have it in front of me. Oh yes, 29 at Canmore Hot Yoga. So we'll be driving out to the mountains to teach. That's at 1.30 p.m. Um, and then the following day, we will be at, back at Dharma Temple Calgary for a 6 a.m. sadhana, that's March 1st, 6 a.m. sadhana, followed by a 10 a.m. Uh, workshop. And uh, I'm really looking forward to connecting with the Sangit, the community there in Calgary. So if you know anybody in Alberta who wants to come, check out the new Dharma Temple and spend some time with me, uh, send them over. Also, uh, Dharmic Devotion, an uh, online course that you can get involved with. The next module will start in March. I haven't released the dates yet, but those should be available anytime. Check me out on Instagram to follow and find out. Also, Patreon. Patreon is going 
swimmingly well. Um, thank you to everybody who signed up for the Patreon. The idea is you can access, by becoming a member of Patreon, you can access full classes um, in video format. You can also become a member through Patreon so that you are uh, always in the monthly Dharmic Devotion class, which means every Tuesday night um, we go live in a Zoom call so virtual classroom and it's interactive and people share, people participate from all over the world. Doesn't matter your time zone, you can re-watch the episodes. So everything you need to know is at Patreon. So patreon.com backslash Tiago Prem Singh. You can uh, come on there, become a member and support the work that we do and also practice along with us. Um, I'm gonna put uh, a free lecture up on YouTube this week just to uh, throw some things out there for y'all to connect with. So check out the youtube.com backslash Tiago Prem Singh. And uh, I think that's it. That's a lot of things, but a lot of great things, you know, Seed, Minds Die, the Patreon, the YouTube, upcoming courses. I have a full day um, inner city, like you don't have to leave Vancouver, full day uh, what do you want to call it? Retreat, I guess, urban retreat. So March 7th, all day at Dharma Temple, if you can be in Vancouver for that. And then really a great way to connect with me and uh, also my partner SJ is to come on our Spring Equinox Retreat. And the Spring Equinox Retreat is March 20th to 22nd on Bowen Island in beautiful, uh, on the beautiful coast here in the Pacific Ocean. There's a thousand year old tree on the land. We'll be doing sadhana. There'll be workshops. There'll be plant-based foods. It's going to be uh, epic. Those retreats are always really special. So if you feel called, come on out for the Equinox Retreat. Now, I also want to mention that with all of this, uh, this, this podcast will always be free. It will always be for your uh, enjoyment. Um, and so you can always count on that. I won't ever go behind a paywall or anything like that. I definitely need to earn, earn money so I can continue to do my work and connect with all of you. And I appreciate the support. And my way of giving back is saying that this will always be free. I'll continue doing it. Episodes come out every Wednesday. And I'm so grateful that you take the time to listen into the work that we're doing. Whew. I think that's it. That's it. Let's get to the teachings. Um, this week's episode is called Identity, Mission, and Dharma. Uh, this week we discuss what is identity? What is mission? What is dharma? How are they different? How are they related? We talk about karma and identity. What are those? How, what's the relationship between the two? Karma is like clay and uh, it's what you have to work with. It's the material you have to work with. So we explore that. We explore the big question. Bet you want to know what that is. Guess you'll have to tune in. Uh, we talk about how Dharma is a way of life. We talk about how plant medicine is often a teacher, yet not always a way of life. It depends on the teacher. Uh, we talk about leaning into fear. We talk about how recovery is for everyone, not just people who are dealing with issues with alcohol and drug abuse. It's for everyone and anyone. We talk about uh, how the world sees you is how you see yourself. This is an important teaching. I hope it... Uh, it lands and resonates with each and every one of you. And we talk about how breath is actually what you do for a living. You know, I make a joke about how, what do we all do for a living? We're all orthodontists. It's a kind of a funny thing because we play these somebody games and, and really who we are is more directly related to real material. The earth, the water, the fire, the breath, sound, consciousness, love, that kind of thing. So I think uh, that's it for now. Thanks for sticking with me through the intro. And without further ado, here we go. Identity, mission, and dharma right here on Revealing the Diamond. Satnam. 
Okay, what did you come up with? Any interesting insights before we break it down? They're not that different. They are and they aren't. That's the reason why I want to talk about those three things. Identity, mission, mission you know, like a business has like a mission statement. You heard of that before, right? Nothing? <laughs> I was saying for me, myself today, that's what sort of kind of came up was like, you see yourself as this person mm -hmm. in the world. That's your identity. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I've like been taught. This is what I've been educated to do. This is the little job I'm supposed to do. Yes. And it doesn't sometimes feed your soul ah. at all. <laughs> yeah. And that you tie to your like, mission here on earth sometimes in that way too mm. like you tie your identity and your mission together in that way that might not necessarily be it mm -hmm. and that's where the dharma comes in is your dharma is your true sense of purpose and life and the world and you might not necessarily know what that is mm. and all those challenges that we face with our identity and that mission here on earth might not be the mission and the dharma that is out there Okay. But it's working towards that. So we have to work with that. And that's why Kundalini is amazing for it because we feel so much better doing it. Nice. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Anybody else? You know, I'm going to weigh in on this, right? For about 20 minutes. So this is your chance to be like, hey, I want to say something here. Go ahead. Okay, that's cool. Thank you. Maybe one more. Anybody else? I think it can be pretty simple to elevate to be loving kindness and also creation. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, I become like somebody advocating in the U.S. It can be as simple as like striking up a thing, looking somebody in the eyes when you're speaking to them. Like, that can be like you're probably going to talk about love. There's always got to be love, otherwise, <laughs> why bother, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your, if your mission is, uh, well, well, let me get, well, I'll swing back around. How about that? Are, are you finished? Okay, I don't want to cut you off. All right, let's break it down. So we'll start with identity. So identity is what, who you are, but not, not necessarily like for real, for real. You know, people say that, you know. It's like, uh, could be who you see yourself as, or it could be who the world sees you as. It's a tricky thing, identity. It could be how you relate to your conditions. You know what I mean by conditions? Your karmas. 
you know, like if you were born in a certain place into a family that had certain belief systems, whether or not you subscribe to those belief systems, they're going to affect your identity in some way, whether it's positive or negative. You hear what I'm saying? You know, there's no avoiding that. Uh, it'd be nice if you could, especially if you get some duds as parents, but you know, this, this happens. <clears throat> how you relate to your conditions. And the question for us in, in this practice is, uh, are you identifying with your soul or are you identifying with your conditions? Like you're saying. Your soul, if you don't like that word because of religious conversation, it's like the part of you that is in there before the programming. You know, I just held my little nephew. He was born on September 1st today. So I went and had lunch with my sister and my little nephew. And even now, he can't communicate with words and has hardly been influenced by what's happening around him. I mean, it's in his cells. Your cells are influenced by the past. You know, like the, even trauma can be past generational. But there's some part of him, you can feel it, like a glimmer in his eye or something that is, and I watch in my own daughter. She's seven, and there's a part of her that hasn't changed. You know, I mean, everybody has that. No matter how hard it's been to get to where you are now, there's some part of you that is the same. And then there's another part of you that is influenced by your conditions. Making sense a little bit? Okay, so karma is like where you were born, to who you were born, physical conditions, emotional conditions, religious conditions, political conditions. There's so many conditions. Uh, if you were here this week, I was talking about karma. Like karma is not you do something and then something happens back to you. This is such an elementary view of karma. Karma is the spreadsheet of all action by all humans throughout time. That's a lot, right? Anybody you want to take that on as a job, you know, try and figure it out? It don't, don't matter. You just experience it. You're experiencing the conditions of actions upon actions. Karma means action. It's not, you know, leave a dollar, something good happens to you later on that day. Make sense? So you're influenced by that. And we don't ignore karma. There's some spiritual uh, stuff out there that says, like, you know, it's all love. Well, it's true. It is all love. But in order to experience that, you may have to face some painful stuff. You know what I mean? I do. I mean, I'm a person in recovery from drugs and alcohol. It's not all love as you're going through that process. It's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of pain, there's a lot of suffering, there's a lot of healing that has to take place. But underneath that, yes, it is all love. <laughs> you know, underneath. But you got to do the work. That's the challenge. And you're not controlled by karma. Karma, when it comes to identity, is like the clay. It's what you've got to work with. Say I said to everybody here, we're going to make a piece of art. And then I walked around to each of your places and gave you some material. I was like, here you go, you got to make this. And some of you will have all kinds of stuff and you'll be able to work with it quite well. And other people will be like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? You know, that's karma. But it's related to identity. 
So we're clear on identity. I don't think I need to go any further than that. The question is, in order for you to fulfill your mission, the big question is, the beginning of every spiritual journey begins with one question. You know what the question is? Any guesses? Some of y'all know. You're just holding off. What is it? Yeah, what if I have chance? Who am I? That's the question. It happens to people in all walks of life, whether you're strung out on heroin or making a six-figure income and look good on paper. The question comes up. There's got to be more to life than this. That's another form of who am I? Or identity crisis. So if you don't know who you are, it could be very challenging to fulfill your mission. You may have a good job. You may even have a good family. But what's your mission in this life? Everybody's born with a purpose. That's what the teachings say. All right, so dharma and mission. A dharma is a way of life. A mission is something that you're here to accomplish, create, or share. You see how closely related those are? A dharma is a way of life. A mission is something that you're here to accomplish, create, or share. Pretty closely related, huh? A dharma can reveal who you are in relationship to identity. A dharma can also reveal your mission. Then the big question when I work one-on-one -on -one with people is like, what's my dharma? I can't answer that. But I can share with you a dharma. That's why you're in the dharma temple. We share a couple of dharmas. A way of life. Kundalini yoga is a lifestyle practice. It's a dharma. You know? Sikh dharma, the way of, uh, sick way of life, not sick, S-I-C-K, sick, S-I-K-H, is a dharma, a way of life. You know, another dharma that we teach here is really good, especially if you've got hang-ups around anything that appears to be religious. Tea. The tea practice that we share is a dharma. It's a way of life. Right on cue. You understand? And there are many teachers that, that are not connected to a dharma. Here's an example in the world of recovery, something that people are using often to uh, support people in recovery, ayahuasca. Heard of it? That's a teacher, it's not a dharma. Doesn't mean it doesn't have value. It will make you very aware of what is standing in the way of your mission or your identity. But it's not a way of life. I mean, unless anybody in here taking ayahuasca every day, Probably not, <laughs> you know, but tea, you could take that on as a practice, as a daily practice, and the, it's a teacher and a dharma, and you could learn all about tea and where it came from and where it was grown, and you could take it on as a meditation practice, and the great thing about tea is you don't have to believe anything, you know, nobody ever sat in a tea ceremony and said, I don't believe in this tea. <laughs> You understand? So that's a really good practice for anybody who's got baggage from growing up with an identity connected to dogma. You know? Making sense?
You with me still? All right. So a teacher and a dharma. Kundalini Yoga has a teacher, Yogi Bhajan. The Way of the Sikhs, which is connected to Kundalini Yoga, has a teacher called the Guru Granth Sahib, the teachings of the Sikhs. You know, and there are other dharmas. The Dalai Lama has a dharma. You know. Part of the Dalai Lama's dharma is that he is a monk and doesn't have a family and is celibate. Not my dharma, but it's a useful dharma. Thank goodness for the Dalai Lama. I learned a lot from the guy. So how do you know what dharma will work for you? You have to try some practice, don't you? Try it on. Maybe Wednesday night, 6.30, go to the Dharma temple, come to the Kundalini Yoga class, check it out. You know, you know how many practices I tried on before I found the Dharma that would work best for me? Many, 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 many. And one's not better than the other. Put things on, go slow, give them time to integrate. And beware of, if you're fearful of something, explore that. What you afraid of? Go slow in your exploration, unless you're really advanced, you know, dive right into that thing that scares you. My teacher, he often said this, I would advise you to explore the part of you that is not yet fearless. You know. But in order to do that, what are you going to need? Strong nervous system, big time, and some sense of who you are. You don't start on day one with that maybe. Maybe the, fe the fear is going to a place like this. You know? you know what I mean? And then once a dharma fits, you realize that the dharma can be very challenging. It's not, you don't go from zero to a hundred. It's not like flipping on a light switch. You know? And you don't have to, this part of the Dharma, you see me dressed all in white, beard turban, you don't have to do that. That's what makes it a Dharma. It's not like everybody has to look like this. And if you, if you don't, then you don't get to have the benefits. That's not real. But I'm not going to, not dress like this because I'm afraid of what somebody else will say. You understand? Because I have a Dharma to fulfill. I also have an identity. And my identity is the part of me that is deathless, that is love beyond logic. And this Dharma serves that part of me. And my mission in relationship to that, what's my mission? Well, my mission is to be a teacher. And my mission is to support people who are in recovery. And when you hear the words recovery, you may think, oh, well, I don't have a problem with drugs and alcohol. I'm not talking about that. When I say recovery, I'm talking about, do you feel really connected to your true self? Do you feel that the daily routines and rituals you perform are in support of your true self 100% of the time? Most people, it's a no. And if it's a no, then you're a good candidate for recovery. Because recovery means reconnect with that part of you that doesn't know it can't. It means reconnect with that part of you that 
is able to love no matter what. That's a hard thing, especially with karma. Am I making sense? Starting to see the identity mission, dharma thing? Okay. And I think the last thing I want to say about identity is we, a lot of people are concerned about how the world sees them. They say they're not. You know, people who say, I don't care what people think. Like, come on. You know, you do a little bit. I can prove it. Look at Instagram. <laughs> you know, everybody's making themselves look real awesome up on Instagram. How do people see you? I think if you really want to get connected to bringing these three together, identity, mission, and dharma, is to recognize that people are going to see you how you see yourself. How do you see yourself? You don't have to answer that. You know, explore your identity. Beyond your karma, like everybody's going to tell you you're supposed to be a certain way. Doesn't society do that? A dharma is not to make you into something. A dharma is to bring out more of you. Make sense? And as you practice a dharma and more of you comes forward, your mission becomes very clear. And the work that we do here is clearing, cutting through the karmas. Because it sounds nice in a conversation before the class. Oh, you know, just become aware of who you are and take on a dharma and do your practice and then your mission will be here and everybody will have a nice life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That process is really hard. So what do you do? You take on a practice to deal with this and to deal with society's expectations. I like uh, Krishnamurti, you heard of him before? Philosopher, yogi, he said, to measure yourself by a sick society is no sign of health. You understand? So you go as, as much as you can. Maybe it's three minutes a day you're doing some kind of breathing technique where you're stepping outside of who you're supposed to be, to use your words, and have an experience of who you really are. Like everybody here does the same thing for a living. You know that? We're all orthodontists. No. What do you do for a living? Breathe. That's what you do. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, red, yellow, a man, a woman, a Jew, a Christian, an atheist, a dog, a cat, makes no difference. That's your real identity. And so the way to connect to your soul, good place to start on the breath. And if you feel called, take on a dharma, even a little bit. Do some exercises, do a little bit of study, pray or something, you know, whatever it is. 
and what you're here to do will come through. It won't be easy, but it's worth it. And one thing, this practice is 100% guaranteed to work. There's only one catch. You have to do it. That's the hard part. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, it was an incredibly potent session. And I'm so, so, so humbled and grateful uh, for the gurus and for the teachings and for the Sangit, uh, the company uh, of people in our community who love and support me and give me the energy that I need to continue on. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm just feeling really inspired to go out there and do the work. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your participation and your attention. Uh, in supporting this podcast. Lots of love to y'all, and we'll see you soon. Satnam, Wai Guru.